This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com So we're going to read one of the most painful stories in the history of the Jews. The Asare Haruge Malchus. The ten tzaddikim that were killed. Rabbi Akiva with a rake. Another tzaddik. They burnt him in public. Another tzaddik they cut off his head. There was one tzaddik, his name was Rabbi Shmuel Kain Rabbi Yishmael Kohen Gadol, says the Gemara, was the most beautiful man in the world. The Gemara says, not that we can understand what the Gemara says exactly, but if you want to know what the Shekhinah looked like, you want to know what Hashem's Shekhinah looked like, look at the face of Rabbi Yishmael Kohen Gadol. That's a big compliment. That's like crazy handsome. Okay? Crazy good looking. Yishmael Kohen Gadol was the most beautiful man in the world. And the king who wanted to kill him, his daughter, the princess, saw him. And she fell in love with his looks. And she went to her father and she said, I know you're killing all the rabbis, but this rabbi, he's so gorgeous. I want him for myself. Of course, the king would not let him live. So the king said, no problem. What do you love about him, that he's beautiful? We're going to peel his face, the skin off his face, his lips, his face. We're going to peel it. Then we're going to stuff it. We'll kill him by doing that. And that way, we'll put this doll of his face in your room. And for the rest of your life, if you want to look at a pretty face, you'll look at it. And she agreed. Good idea, Dad. Russia. And as we say, they took his face and they peeled the skin, his whole face. They peeled the skin off his face. And when they reached to the muckum of this fill in his forehead, he let out a scream that the Shemayim shook and he died. And the Malachim came and said to Hashem, This is how you pay back a rabbi. And Hashem said, If I hear one more word, I will destroy the world. I will turn it into water. Why did Rabbi Shmuel and Gadol deserve to die such a terrible, painful death and that his face should be stuffed and be on the mantle of this, of this princess, this Russia? What did he do? And a few years ago, I saw I found the answer in Rav Chaim Vital, the, the, the Talmud of the Zaya of, of, of the Ariya Kaddish. He wrote the answer of why this man, why Rabbi Shmuel and Gadol's beauty was peeled, and he died such a gruesome death. And he says the following: Rabbi Yishmael Kohen Gadol Hayegilgul Shal Yosef Hatzadik. Rabbi Yishmael Kohen Gadol was the Gilgul of Yosef HaTzadik. Ubas and the daughter of Belial of this king, Hoya Ashes Potiphar, was the wife of Potiphar that the whole situation happened with Yosef HaTzadik and the wife of Potiphar. And we know that Yosef HaTzadik didn't do that Vera. She was the most beautiful woman in the world. He was the most beautiful man in the world. And in the end, he ran away from her. So what do you want from Avishmol Kohen and now we understand, says Rabbi Chaim Vital, why Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol was the most beautiful man in the world. Because he was a Gilgal of Yosef HaTzadik, who was the most beautiful man in the world. So if he's a Gilgal of him, sure he looks like him. As it's brought down in the Sefer Gugulim, that the Gilgal looks like the original. So every person in this room who's back, let's say from a thousand years ago, a thousand years ago, whoever you were looked exactly like you look today. He wasn't dressed like you. He was dressed... In the times of those times, 
but his face and his features are exactly every Google you come back you look exactly the same you know, your, your, your body doesn't change and that answers one of the questions what body do you come back in so the same Google says your body is always the same who am I going to come back like uh, the guy before me was he 800 pounds was he 610 what did he look like Seven Google says he looked exactly like you look like you're just in a different time so you dress differently but it's you it's you because your neshama is you whatever that means in other words you look like what you look like because it's your neshama so just take my word so whenever you were here it's exactly what you look like same height same everything no different so Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol was as beautiful as Yezim Atali so of course he was the most beautiful man in the world so what did they want from him why did they feel open space says Rabbi Chaim Vital an amazing thing and it's brought down like this that when she saw Yosef she fell in love with him because he was gorgeous and she became sick why didn't she go to the party everybody left the house right everybody left the house who was left it was the birthday of Paro, I believe. That's why they went. Why didn't she go? So it says she was sick. Why was she sick? Because she was so in love with Yosef and she couldn't have him, it made her sick. So her friends one day said to her, you're Meshuggah, why are you sick? She said, I, Ish Ivri, I have a Jew. He is so gorgeous and I want him and I can't get him. I'm sick. And they said, are you crazy? A Jew? An ugly Jew? There can't be such a thing as a beautiful Jew. All the beautiful people are Mitzrayim. She said, Really? You're making fun of me. She says, okay, tomorrow I'm making a party, and we're gonna, I'm going to let you meet this Jew called Yosef. And she took a room, and she put 12 seats around, and she gave all these girls, these, these friends of hers, a seat, and she gave each one an esrig and a knife. That's what they used to eat. That was their produce. They didn't have oranges. Right? Okay. And they're all sitting there, and they're beginning to peel their esrig. You know, they're waiting for Yosef. And the major said that she took Yosef in chains, and she put on his neck a brace because Yosef would never lift up his head that these women should see his face right so she put him in a brace that he couldn't move right or left he couldn't move up or down his face was fixed like this so he so the women could all see his face so the measure says that when they brought him in the girls that were sitting there peeling their estrogen right all of a sudden they were cutting off the tops of their fingers and there was such an awe of his beauty they never saw such a thing that their fingers were bleeding so she turned around, Osna, uh, um, Potipa's wife, Asian Potipa, she turned around, she said, you're making fun of me? Check out your fingers, you're cutting them off. He's so beautiful. The Medrash says that for one second, Yosef HaTzadik looked at Asian Potipa. And even though he had no choice because his head was in a, in a brace, he thought about her for one second, what he saw. And for that one second... He had to come back in a Gilgal and have his whole beauty peeled off. One second! He was forced to look at her, but he thought about what he saw. For one second, he had to come back and suffer the most hideous death that a person could imagine. And why did she have a right to look at him, to have his face stuffed, and to look at him forever? He gave her that right by allowing himself to think about her for a second. Now I'm going to really scare you. I'm not here to scare you. I want you to love Hashem. I'm not. I'm, this is not a not a scare type. I want you. I don't want to scare you. I want you to understand that this world is not just a simple little game. So, 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 what is he telling us here? What does Rav Chaim Vital? So Rav Chaim Vital continues, and the Kavayosha picks up on this, and this is what he says. And this is the scariest part: that when you look at a girl, boys. 
not only does do you get her tuma, all her tuma goes in through your eyes into your soul, affects your prayer, affects your shalom bias, affects your nerves, affects your panasa. Okay, so I can do tshuva on that. I can get her out of my system. I can exercise it. I'll do tshuva. I'll fast. I'll pray. Good. But she gets your kedusha. When you look at that girl, in comes her tumma to you. But since you looked at her, her neshama has the right to take your kedusha. So now she's walking around with a part of you, and that's very hard to get back. So the ashes potifa, by Yosef looking at her for that one second and thinking about her, she got a part of him. She got a part of him. And he says with Chaim Vital that Yosef was did not rest until he came back as a Shmuel Kohen Gadol and took his part back by dying in such a in, in a hideous way. But she still got a piece of him, but she only got his guff. I'm going to blow your minds right out the door, and you can dance in your kitchen about this. How do we know from the Torah that this is what happened? From the Chumash, it's amazing. I was flying when I saw this. So now let's think about this again for a second. Yosef Atzadik had to come back to fix, to get back the part that she took from him by him looking at her. Okay? Be careful. No, you didn't. Boys, all those girls you look at, they have a part of you. You're going to have to come back and get it back. It's not easy. You need to do tshuva big time, big time, big time. It's very hard to get back. You have to come back. All those discussions. And, 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 and the, the girls that you're looking at on the movies and these other places, these are, these are the avadim of the satan. They're, they come to this world to cause men to do averis. They are so full of tumah. They're taking your kedusha. That's what keeps them alive. We'll talk one day. We'll talk one day about a guy who was messing with a girl in the stories of Navas Chaim and she was a shindalit. All those women of the night, some of them are not even human. Some of them come from the other side totally. And Nebuch, they take Jewish neshamas left and right, left and right. And if a person looks at a girl, she gets part of your neshama. It's a very scary thing. But how do we know this from the Chumash? There was nobody in the house. But this Pusheh of a big guy, she caught hold of his garment. Leva saying, Shifra Yimi, lay with me. Vayazog, big doi biyado. Vayazog, big doi biyado. He left his clothing in her hand. What does that mean, he left his clothing in your hand? He left part of his chitsaini ice in her hand. Because he looked at her, she got a part of him. The Ferish Apostle in Chomish says, Rav Chaim Vital. He ran away? Did he get away without leaving anything? He, he, he didn't do the Avera. He ran away. He didn't do the Avera. What do you mean? He left something in her hand. So Rav Chaim Vital, he left part of his Nisham in her hand because he thought about her for a second. And that's why the Territ says, When she realized that she had a part of him, she realized, I got a part of him. He looked at me. She ran outside. She said, now I can take him down. If he would have ran away and he wouldn't have looked at me at all, 
then I, I wouldn't have been able to take it down. But, but he, I got a part of him. He looked at me. Every girl you look at, every picture you look at, every filthy thing you look at, they get a part of you. And you got to come back and get that part back. And that's a very painful situation. So you need to do tshuva now while you can so that they have no part of you. And he says, and he says, Taka, Batanach Bigdoy Etzla, Aboya Denovo Besoy, she took his chitzainia, she took this Bigdoy, this, this part that she got from Yosef, she took it and she put it next to her. And Yosef couldn't get it back. It's an unbeliever of Chaim Vital. And he suffered until he came back as a Vishmol Kain Gadol. He couldn't get it back. And by suffering that final, that Misa that he suffered, she got to take his chitzainius, his face, his goof, she got to take it and to keep it. He got back the whole Yosef HaTzadik. And that was the Tikkun of Yosef HaTzadik through Chaim Vital. Watch your eyes, boys. Just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.